Hello there, I'm Kyoso Ronin Bee Maker, and welcome to Lounge Ronin. All things, everything. To learn more about myself and how you can support Lounge Ronin, head over to my Patreon page at Ronin Art and Music. If you're interested in reaching out, follow me on social media on Twitter, Ronin Art and Music, or at me at Kios Ronin, K O I O S R O N I N. On Instagram, follow me at Ronin Art underscore music. And if you prefer, hit me up at my email at roninartandmusic09 at gmail.com. And if you're listening to this on your preferred streaming service, please make sure to subscribe. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure to subscribe, leave a comment and a review, and slap that notification bell. On Apple Podcasts, please make sure to subscribe, rate the podcast, and leave a review, as this will help me and the podcast grow. Stay positive, stay focused, stay true, and much love. Welcome to Lounge Ronin. All things, everything. And on this episode, well, before we get into it, please, if you're new to the channel, make sure to subscribe and ring that notification bell And make sure to leave a comment with your thoughts below. And on this and on and on this episode, we're going to discuss it's all by design. So I'm sure many of those who are listening are well aware of what is transpiring right now in the Middle East. And I kind of wanted to wait a little bit and let the dust settle before I decided to uh, make any opinions on the situation. And before we get into it, I would like to preface and state and say that uh, all views and comments and videos that will be shown today do not reflect the views of Lounge Ronin, All Things Everything, or Ronin Art and music. I do not celebrate or condone any form of violence towards any religious groups, 
This here is just a discussion and I will be presenting various perspectives of my interpretation of the situation, some recent new uh, information that I uh, have learned since kind of getting a little bit more educated on this situation in the Middle East. And uh, if you can tell by the thumbnail, we're, we're going to be touching on the reality of this situation. And I, I first want to start off by saying, actually, I'm going to read a tweet of mine that I, that I posted. Please feel free to follow me on Twitter or X at Ronin Art and Music, at me at Kios Ronin, K-O. I-O-S-R-O-N-I-N. So, you know, when all this situation in, 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 in Israel and Gaza popped off, you know, I started just looking at how people were reacting and behaving online. And to be honest with you, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty disgusted with the majority of the behavior I've seen online but it's unsurprising since you know we live in the most propagandized country in the world and we are privy to massive amounts of mass formation psychosis psyops false flags you name it but this is what i posted on my twitter and i said the irony of the Israeli and Ukraine situation should be a wake-up call for many. Even more ironic is the countless people who went from wanting to end the Ukraine war to wanting war with Gaza, Palestine, and Iran. Went from wanting to eradicate ethnic Russians and Russian Orthodox Christians to wanting to eradicate people of the Middle East of Islamic faith. Disgusting. And and that's essentially what you're 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 seeing going on right now. You know, I I see channels of people who cover Disney content and and Disney stocks and all that fun jazz advocating for genocide. Like, hold on a second. You you spend all your content and what you do is dedicated to covering Disney. But at the but you're also now and you you're against Disney's you know Marxist socialist indoctrinations and in their content and their films and what have you and you're totally against it but you're also for genocide. Make that make sense. It's crazy to see some of the channels on there who who are with you know no rhyme or reason. All these people out there, you know, who are sick and tired of the Ukraine war and they want to stop funding to the Ukraine war. And I'm talking about regular, you know, regular citizens, you know, they, they, they want to do all of that. But then the moment this situation pops off, they're, they're like, please, let's let's continue the genocide 
of, uh, a, a, of an indigenous population that's been there for, for hundreds of years. Like, what are we doing? You know, you got Jack Posobiec, you know, who, who, who let's be honest, he, he's uh, uh, an alphabet agent. You know, he worked in naval intelligence. Here's my thing. This is what I always say. Uh, uh, intel agents, you know, they, they never retire. They just get reassigned. And, you know, he's out there pr- pr- promoting uh, the, the, the false narratives around this situation. You got that what, Alvi, whatever, that Canadian dude, you know, he's out there, you know, posting videos that are un, un you know uncorroborated no 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 fact based behind it you know pushing for genocide you know let me get this straight so you were all you're pro freedom of speech and and you you're against you know forced vaccinations and you're against you know oppression what you experienced because you had police you know abuse you and harass you but now all of a sudden you're for genocide you're you're for war crimes Make make that make sense to me. Like, what are we doing here? Right? All you know, everyone was like, "Oh, we need to end." You know, we need to we need to end the war in in Ukraine. You know, we need to we need to stop funding Ukraine. You know, we need peace. All of this fun jazz. And then at the exact same time, they're like, we need to eradicate the Russians. You know, Lindsey Graham, this is the best money we've ever spent. No, not a single American life has been lost fighting the Russians. But but we're but we are, you know, systematically wiping out the Ukrainian populace. But you know, look at this meme. This is this is a perfect example. Look. Right, and you're wondering why. Well, you know, look at the the the, the you know for 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 you for Russia. This is a strategic military operation for 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 West the U, the U.S. and NATO. This is a, a a a proxy war, and how how's it going? What what do we got for Ukraine? Over four hundred thousand wounded and dead. They they haven't gained anything. The, the weapons that were being sent to to, to Ukraine are well all of a sudden are being wound found wound up in in uh, in uh, in Gaza. So, like, what are we doing here? Like, think about this. All right, everything that the that the the corporate military oligarch you know pharmaceutical you know complex wanted out of the 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 the, the Ukraine situation and blew up in their faces sanctions didn't work russia is more powerful than ever they they couldn't you know divide the country russia is more unified more than ever you know i, I was it, this this whole situation in, in ukraine is 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 hilarious to me because there's literally a, a, a 2000 uh, video game uh, is a Ghost Recon video game. And it's literally the, the, the plot of that game is literally the Ukraine situation. 
you know, but, you know, I'll bet, you know, some pieces here and there kind of switched around. So, you know, this whole situation has been long in the making. But look, look, look where we're at now. You know, at the beginning of, of the, the, the Ukraine conflict, the American people were all for death with the Russians. You know, we need to get we need to take over Russia. There needs to be a coup. We need to get Putin out. And and then the reality sit in, the Biden economics sit in. And the reality of the situation, still, you know, a delusion to to most people. It's it's so bad that the mainstream media can't even keep their lies together anymore. So look look now, what do you have going on? The Ukraine situation failed. It didn't unify the American people. The American people are tired of it. You know, you got Marjorie Taylor Greene, you got Matt Gates, all of them wanting to end the Ukraine war. But the moment this popped off, now they want they want war in the Middle East. Like, uh, are we, you know, it's incredible to me how, how ignorant and foolish these politicians are by choice or unwittingly, who knows at this point, you know, we were pretty much a living in a banana Republic and, and most of the Senate and congressmen are, are, are idiots or, 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 you know, Dinosaurs or three o fours. So you know the the Ukraine conflict it fails as as it as many expected it. You know don't don't be surprised that while everyone focuses on on Israel, Ukraine becomes part of Russia. <laughs> don't be surprised. You know, this 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 conflict in the Middle East was 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 you know was destined to happen. It was funded. It was orchestrated. You know, like you know, I, I recently learned that uh thanks to Ron Paul that Hamas was created by Israel. And it technically it, it actually is part of Israel. So what what are we what are we doing here? This is this is the 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 the, the irony of the situation, right? So 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 let me get this straight, right? They create the solution then create the problem. You know, you know, no one's you know talking about the fact like, you know, it just I, I can't do I just I can't grasp my mind around the amount of people who are now advocating for genocide of 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 an entire people, people who are literally confined in an open air prison. Who are literally in a blockade? See, you know, Gaza was illegally annexed from Israel, and now it's in a blockade. 
People can't go in. People can't leave. None of those people that live there have ever left. They don't have anywhere to go. They've never been anywhere else. But, you know, but, but, but we're not going to talk about anything like that. What we're going to do is we're, we're, we're going to say that the, that, um, you know, the, 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 that Israel has every right to commit genocide. So that's what we're advocating for now. We're, we're going to advocate for the eradication of a population that's essentially confined within a concentration camp. Does nobody see the irony in that? We're, we're, we don't see the irony in that situation? For real? Nobody sees the irony in that. We're, we're just gonna we're 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 gonna pretend that that hey out of sight. Well, I mean, literally, we 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 have that going on. We we literally have the the U.S. government literally altering, you know, and and altering history, trying to make it seem as if the Russians were the ones who were who were the cause for the Holocaust. I mean, we literally had a, a, a Israeli human rights group ask the Israeli government to stop giving weapons to the Nazis in Ukraine. Because we seem to forget that Ukraine was created by Nazis. It was a proxy state to fight against Russia. So so we have, you know, the the we have Israel funding the Nazis, training Nazis. Come on now. No, really, like, 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 wake yourselves up. Think about this. All right, look at this one. On mainstream media, why we have seen more footage of a war in Israel in two hours than the war in Ukraine for two years. And let's be real. When the, when the war footage start, first started coming out of Ukraine, I was laughing. You want to know why? Because some of it was video game footage from Call of Duty. And then some, I remember there was another footage that they showed, right? And it was like civilians, Ukrainian civilians running away from the Russians. And I'm looking and I'm like, wait a minute. So you're telling me that uh, the Ukrainians are battling with World War II era tanks and all the civilians running away are dressed in 1940s clothing styles and wares of Europe at that time? Come on now. Literally. And then this whole situation, like, like, just think about that. Boom, instantly. The whole, even with, with the whole Ukraine war situation, it wasn't until you started seeing the footage from the Russian side that people started realizing, oh, oh, this is not going as well as they said it is. Look at what happened in Bakhmut. Look at the state of Ukraine right now. 
It's so bad. They're just kidnapping young men off the streets, sending them into the meat grinder. It's so bad that now they're starting to recruit women and they're going to send them into the meat grinder. Ain't going to be nobody left to fight. So, you know, you, you, you know, the, the, the world's a whole, the world's a stage. You know, and right around this exact same situation was happening. You literally had Zelensky come out and, and, and blame the Russians for what's going on in Israel, right? Because they're already, they're already not even interested in sending any more funding to Ukraine. Now they want to send funding to Israel. And you and 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 Zelensky, he he's trying to make sure that the that the the well don't dry up. We we are literally the only thing the the U.S. government is the only thing that's literally keeping Ukraine afloat. The moment the money stops flowing into Ukraine, it collapses, and it will be in Russian hands. So we'll we'll see if that happens. They, they might just let that happen just to give them more of a reason to have a war in the Middle East and a war in, in, in Europe because they, they love their wars and they want it badly. So, you know, everything is all by design. You know, watch that film, Wag the Dog. I haven't watched it myself personally, but I listened to a podcast where they essentially kind of broke down the film and, you know, we're looking at that right now. You know, we're, we're, we're looking at that right now. Look, 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 look at this meme. It's the NPC character. First, it's it's masks. You know. The pandemic. Next is it's Ukraine. And now it's Israel. Like, you see it. It switches like over that overnight. You had people out there. Who were totally against the war in in, in Ukraine? Who were totally against the, the the forced vaccinations? They were totally against all of it, right? But then this pops off, and they're all of a sudden they're for uh, doing away with the human rights and going straight into barbarism. So we're we're gonna condone condone that type of behavior. It's it's absolutely outrageous how how you have how, how the irony of the intelligent people out there, right, who were who seemed like they were for freedom of expression, freedom of thought, freedom of individuality, overnight drink the 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 Kool Aid, get into the hive mentality, and are for genocide. And that's that's what we have to contend with. That's literally what we have to contend with, and it's 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 ridiculous. It's disgusting. It's like that classic film, "A Thousand Clowns," and and, and and dare I say, you know, there are days where I feel like I'm just surrounded by a thousand clowns. And then you know, you have all the. This is the the the, the best part about all of it, right? Is like. You know, people are wondering why, you know, people are like, wait a minute, there are, you know, 
well, actually, you know what? Before I get to that, you know, let's let's. I want you to see this this little skit. Just uh, this skit is funny because it really sums up perfectly uh, the the Israeli, the the Gaza, you know, Palestinian Hamas situation. It, it does a really good job. When me and my family have lived here for generations, <laughs> who told He goes, hey man. Hey man, uh, this, this is actually, actually my place. So we have, uh... Hey man, uh, this is actually my place. <laughs> when me and my family have lived here for generations, <laughs> who told you that? This ancient book of made up stories. Would you be happy enough just to piss off or, or die? No. All right, calm down. God, you're so confrontational. Plan B, let's share. How could that possibly work? I get the house, you get the shed. Are you kidding me? I get a few guns, alarms, a few cameras to keep an eye on you, and obviously nothing gets in or out, including yourself without my say-so, but yeah, I think I'm willing to compromise on this. What the hell are you doing? Defending myself and my home? Why are you so violent and angry? He just kicked me out of my house. Where were you for that part of the story? What's, what's the headline here? Uh, housing dispute? Conflict? I, I'll just put, it's complicated. New owner seeks peaceful <laughs> uh, house shed resolution with terrifying legacy tenants. And there you have it, summed up eloquently with classical British humor. There you have it. Let's play that again one more time. Cause I, 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 I really enjoy that. Hey man, uh, this is actually my place. <laughs> When me and my family have lived here for generations? <laughs> Who told you that? This ancient book of made-up stories. Would you be happy enough just to piss off or, or die? No. All right, calm down. God, you're so confrontational. Plan B, let's share. How could that possibly work? I get the house, you get the shed. Are you kidding me? I get a few guns, alarms, a few cameras to keep an eye on you, and obviously nothing gets in or out, including yourself without my say-so, but yeah, I think I'm willing to compromise on this. What the hell are you doing? Defending myself and my home? Oh, why are you so violent and angry? He just kicked me out of my house. Where were you for that part of the story? What's, what's the headline here? Uh, housing dispute? Conflict? I, I'll just put... It's complicated. New owner seeks peaceful <laughs> uh, house shed resolution with terrifying legacy tenants. You gotta love it. And, and, and I, you know, you know, I've, 
I've known a little bit about the reality of the situation with uh, Israel and Palestine and, you know, Gaza and all that. And, and so um, you know, because of that, like I was very self-aware to the situation at hand. But as I learned more about what was really going on, it became really apparent to me that this was a horrible situation and we have been completely duped and lied to. And, and, you know, like I was saying earlier, it's the propaganda, it's the manipulation. Um, you know, it's the, 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 the fact that, you know, these people are essentially living in, you know, an open prison. You know, you have people who are calling for the genocide of this of this area, you know, that's that's only 25 miles. You know, it's more densely populated than than China or Japan. And, you know, half of the population is children. So, you know, all those people out there, all of you guys out there advocating for war and the eradication of Gaza and, and Hamas Remember that you're also advocating for the eradication of children, of babies, of families. Uh, that's what you are also advocating and going for. So, and that's what's disgusting about this. You know, the whole advocating for for the eradication of, of an entire population only because you you have drunk the Kool-Aid. Not only have you drunk the Kool-Aid, but you have allowed this Kool-Aid to... to it, it, I just... It's disgusting to me. It, it truly is. You know, learning what's going on in, in, in Gaza and learning what's going on to these to these to these innocent people. It's horrible. And I and I'm not trying to pre- pretend as if what's, you know, that there isn't been violence towards Israel, but let's not pretend that Israel has not been on every single day just bombing Palestine just for the sheer will of just doing it. You know, and then you 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 see you know, you see people wondering, wait a minute, why are there, why are there people who are, you know, free Palestine and, and, you know, we, you know, we want peace for Palestine and free the Palestinians, free Gaza, you know, and, and people are like, how can you be out there advocating, supporting terrorists and, and, and rapists and all of this when that hasn't even been confirmed. And I, I just saw an, an article about female Israeli, uh, uh, correctional officers banned from monitoring prisons because they were sleeping with the Palestinian inmates. But I mean, <laughs> I digress. But, the, the, you know, people are surprised and trying to figure out why, how can there be people for, for Gaza and free Palestine? Uh, here, take a look at this.
what's going on there, especially they're doing everything in our name. They should know. It's, we feel very shame what's going on there, especially they're doing everything in our name, in the name of Jews, in the name of the Torah, in the name of God. It's so shameful. We are with you. You have to know. The Zionists are strong. We are weak. But God is on our side. At the end of the day, the Palestinian flag will be on all Palestine, from the river to the sea. They should know. It's, we feel very shame what's going on there, especially they're doing everything in our name, in the name of Jews, in the name of the Torah, in the name of God. It's so shameful. We are with you. You have to know. The Zionists are strong. We are weak. But God is on our side. At the end of the day, the Palestinian flag will be on all Palestine, from the river to the sea. There you go. You know, how, how, what, what are the odds? You know, of, of seeing, you know, uh, Jews that are that are for the freedom of Palestine, you know. And it, it says above here, uh, this is Rabbi Elhana Beck. There is only one solution for peace in the Holy Land. That is to go back to the before 1948 and return all occupied lands from sea to land to the Palestinian society. The only society in the world that claims to be a victim by occupying other people's lands is the Israeli society. So, you know, you know, you're not going to hear anyone talking about that. You're not going to hear them talking about the fact that there are people who are well aware of the situation, are well aware of the history, especially, you know, you know, these Orthodox Jews. And, and look what the price that they get. For for standing up. And like I said, you know, you know, and this, this is what they get. All right. And it, it says here, Zionists are only are openly hostile to Jews who do not support them and do not defend Israel. Israel is a hostile to the Jews. Jews are not safe in Israel. Zionists are enemies of Judaism. Israel and Zionism are trying to justify themselves using anti-Semitism and Jewish identity. All right. Now, you go to this channel, there are plenty of videos of Israeli officers, you know, abusing and harassing Orthodox Jews. And, and why is that? You know that that's extremely concerning. You know, we have to be well. We have to see both sides and really take a deep dive into this situation. Now, now here, listen to this. This is more. Um, this this seems to be a a uh, a, a massive uh, congregation of, uh, of of I would assume uh, Jewish rabbis uh, speaking on the situations in Israel and the Middle East, and it says up here. The only responsibility for the dead Jews and Muslims is the racist and usurper government of the Zionist state of Israel. Israel is not the country of the Jews. Jews don't need a state. There is something that Zionists ignore. Jews already have many countries in the world where they live. 
Judaism is not a nationality. Judaism is a religion. Israel can call itself a Zionist state or a uh, Herston state, but it cannot call itself a Jewish state. So let's hear what they have to say. Jews have no nationality and no nation state because unlike all the other Umois who exist because of a common land, language, or culture, the Jewish people exist only because they accepted a common religion, because they accepted the Torah from Hashem on Today, the day of Kabbalah's Torah, we became a nation. Within the borders of our homelands, the Torah, we flourish. Outside of its borders, we die. They were Jewish versions of the anti-Semites. They hated Jewishness, and they hated Jews. They hated Judaism. Their solution was Zionism. Its goal, to destroy all that makes the Jews in their eyes so weak, so despised. To destroy all that makes the Jewish people so, so Jewish. And they decided that the source of the problem is Judaism, the religion itself. If only we could get rid of Judaism, I quote from one of their founding fathers, Vladimir Jabotinsky Shane Rishoyim Yerkov. And I quote, what is a Zionist? This is what he said. But to imagine what a Zionist is, you have to take a Yid and imagine the opposite, the exact opposite of a Yid. And the Zion wanted to repeal and replace Judaism, to replace religion with nationalism. So they obtained a state, and they declared this state to be the nation state of the Jewish people. But the Jewish people have no state. What they created is a statehood, but it doesn't possess any aspect of Jewishness or Judaism in any form or matter. They should stop calling themselves Israel and stop calling them a Jewish uh, themselves a Jewish state because those are lies. They can call themselves whatever they want, but they are not Israel and they are not the state of the Jews. Say that one more time. Jews have no nationality and no nation state. Because unlike all the other Umois who exist because of a common land, language, or culture, the Jewish people exist only because they accepted a common religion, because they accepted the Torah from Hashem on Har Sinai. Today, the day of Kabbalah's Torah, we became a nation. Within the borders of our homelands, the Torah, we flourish. Outside of its borders, we die. They were Jewish versions of the anti-Semites. They hated Jewishness and they hated Jews. They hated Judaism. Their solution was Zionism. Its goal, to destroy all that makes the Jews in their eyes so weak, so despised. To destroy all that makes the Jewish people so, so Jewish. And they decided that the source of the problem is Judaism, the religion itself. If only we could get rid of Judaism, I quote from one of their founding fathers, Vladimir Jabotinsky Shane Rishoyim Yerkov. And I quote, what is a Zionist? This is what he said. But to imagine what a Zionist is, you have to take a Yid and imagine the opposite, the exact opposite of a Yid. 
and the Zion wanted to repeal and replace Judaism, to replace religion with nationalism. So they obtained a state, and they declared this state to be the nation state of the Jewish people. But the Jewish people have no state. What they created is a statehood, but it doesn't possess any aspect of Jewishness or Judaism in any form or matter. They should stop calling themselves Israel and stop calling them a Jewish, themselves a Jewish state because those are lies. They can call themselves whatever they want, but they are not Israel and they are not the state of the Jews. You know, there. So, you know, look at look look at the size of this group. Those are all Orthodox Jews. I'm sure many of them are rabbis, you know, leaders of congregations, what have you, community leaders. You know, fathers, brothers, uncles, nephews. And, and this isn't me saying these words. This is them. This is this community. This is within the religious sect. But, you know, people aren't going to talk about this side. They're, they're not going to acknowledge this side. Not, I'm, I'm only here to just be like, hey, we need to kind of look at both sides of this. We really need to look at the history and understand what's really going on. You know, because, you know, we, we tend to look at, you know, the, the Israel state as this, you know, gleaming, incredible place. And it is. Don't, you know, don't, don't get me wrong. You know, what they have accomplished there is, is undeniably incredible. I mean, they have some of the most, you know, advanced technology. They have one of the, the most, you know, terrified, elite, dangerous intelligence agencies in the entire world every every other agency goes to them for for help and and for work <laughs> i mean but 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 we we're we're acting as if you know israel is not absolved of its unethical and, and immoral behavior towards other religions and and I, i'll give you an example right here So I guess this is the Look, Israeli settlers spitting on nuns in Jerusalem. The Israeli National Security Minister defends this practice as a long Jewish tradition. So apparently, that is a, a an appropriate Jewish tradition, is, is spitting on nuns. Innocent women who have devoted their entire lives to God. That's deemed appropriate.
but you're not going to hear anyone talk about that side of Israel. You're not going to hear them talk about this side of Israel at all. And, and, and why is that? Because what? It doesn't fit the narrative? The, the narrative that is being spoken by, by the, mainstream, the mainstream media, the, the uh, Western governments, the Israeli government. And, and here you have the, you know, the defense minister justifying this behavior. No different than the way the American government justifies its, you know, hegemony, its imperialism, its coups, its massacres, its destruction, its killing of innocent civilians. This is no different. Oh, well, it's democracy. We're bringing democracy. Oh, they're a threat to their national sovereignty. It's no different. And, and, and this is what I'm talking about when it comes to the, the, the disinformation and, and, and the lying. And actually, you know, you know, like, this is why this whole situation, we got to be really careful about what we're seeing online because we don't know what's being, we don't know what's confirmed and what's not confirmed until we allow human rights organizations to get in there and analyze the situation. But we're not going to get that because we have plenty of people out there promoting false information, disinformation. Literally, I literally saw people posting videos of, of uh, Armor 3, some, some war game, and claiming that this is uh, Gaza using uh, rocket-propelled um, anti-missiles and destroying Israeli uh, fighter choppers. I'm like, come on now. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, this literally looks like a video game. And people in the comment section are like, oh my God, this is crazy. This is terrible. This is horrible. And I'm thinking to myself, like, really? Are you serious? We're, we're, we're not going to acknowledge the, 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 the fact of deep fakes, the, 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 the fact that we, we, we knew, the, remember the ghost of Kiev? How many people here remember the ghost of Kiev? And then it turned out that it wasn't even true. Hell, the image of the 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 the, the, the image of the, the pilot was a photo of a, a, a freaking comedian named Sam Hyde. I mean, this is how crazy this whole thing is. And this is a problem where you have people like Jack Posobiec and all these other people on the far right, on the far left, promoting false information, further dividing people. Escalating conflicts, pushing for war and violence and genocide. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm, let me read this to you. With Keith Woods, X has become a hotbed of, uh, and this is from, and I, and I, I quote from Keith Woods. I quote, X has become a hotbed of Zionist disinformation. Ian Miles Chong, who works for Ezra Levant's Rebel Media, used footage of Israeli police falsely aligning, falsely alleging it was Hamas going house to house slaughtering families. 
old videos of Palestinian children in cages have been shared falsely claiming to be kidnapped Israeli children. Avi Yemeni, also of Rebel Media, is, boast, is boasting a video of a man with a child claiming it was a kidnapped Israeli girl without any evidence, using this to justify wiping out Gaza. These videos are reaching millions of, reaching millions of people and influencing the conversation in the West. In the run-up to the first war in Iraq, we were given fake stories about Iraqis killing Kuwait babies in incubators. I'm sure people remember that. In the run-up to the second war in Iraq, we were given fake stories about weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> to justify bombing Syria, we were given fake stories of uh, Bashar al-Assad gassing his own people. People are accepting narratives of mass civilian rape and slaughter without any reliable evidence. Anyone who challenges it, it is accused of defending terrorism. The same crime bully tactic that was used against anyone who opposed the disastrous war in Iraq. We look back and wonder how people fell for such obvious war propaganda. But now the same thing is unfolding again before our eyes. I don't care what the names, uh, I don't care what the names these warmongers call me. I will call out these fake narratives being used to justify more bloodshed. We can't keep getting fooled by these people. And look, look at this. Right, this is what I was saying about we, you know, the the, the propaganda falling for the the, the 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 false narrative. Here we have Ian, Ian Miles Chong. And this dude, he doesn't even live in the U.S. He lives in Malaysia. And he posted a, a tweet saying, they're coming for us. They want us dead. Motherfucker, you don't even live in the United... You don't even fucking live in Israel, bro. You live in Malaysia, which is predominantly, mostly Muslim. They literally just sent a girl to jail for two years because she decided for her TikTok to eat pork on a holy Muslim holiday. I quote from him, Hamas is going from house to house, butchering the people inside, including women and children, taking shelter in basements. Imagine if this was happening in your neighborhood to your family. Readers add context. Access community notes. Based on the uniforms, that's clearly a video of Israeli law enforcement, and there's no evidence for the claim he made. Ian Miles also has re has a record of posting lies and will post anything if it gets him clicks, which equal more ad revenue from X. All right, another one. Here we have from Ashlia Simon. Israeli children kidnapped and kept in cages by Hamas. This is barbaric, but what do you expect from savages? No confirmation if that's even true. And look, even here, this one, there was a community notes added to Avi Yamani's. Israeli needs to eradicate this cancer. And there's a community notes to it. And then remember the incubators in the Kuwait? And here, uh, the, the Nairia testimony was a false testimony given before the United States Congressional Human Rights Caucus on October 10th, 1990 by a 15-year-old girl who was publicly identified at the time by her first name, uh, Ni, uh, Nai, Naira. The testimony was widely publicized and, and was cited numerous times by U.S. Senators 
and President George H.W. Bush in their rational rationale to support Kuwait in the Gulf War. In 1992, it was revealed that Naria's last name was Al-Sahabab and that she was the daughter of uh, Suad Al-Sahab, the Kuwait ambassador to the United States. Furthermore, it was revealed that her testimony was organized as part of the Citizens for a Free Kuwait Public Relations Campaign, which was run by the American Public Relations firm, Hill and uh, Knowlton, for the Kuwait government. Following this, Al-Shahab's testimony has come to be regarded as a classic example of modern atrocity propaganda. In her testimony, uh, Naira claimed that after the Iraq invasion of Kuwait, she had witnessed Iraq soldiers take babies out of incubators in the Kuwait hospital and remove the incubators and leave the babies to die. So, you know, this is, this is, you know, this is what we are um, experiencing. You know, these, the, the, the lies and the propaganda, the manipulation of people's emotions. And we have to also keep in mind the, the, the ritualistic aspect of, uh, of all of this stuff that's going on, the wars and the violence. We, we, we cannot uh, forget about the ritualistic aspect of this stuff that's being done. But you know we're you know we're not going to talk about that stuff. People don't want to talk about that. You know I was just listening to uh, Hotep Jesus and and he had uh, Jay Pylon who you know studies Gematria and he was talking about the various numbers and uh, the the Gematria that's connected to all of this and 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 what it means. Um, it's, it's, it's so apparent that, you know, we are literally being manipulated. You know, how many of these videos can we really truly trust? And, and, and I'm, I'm not saying to diminish what's going on. Uh, what I'm trying to say is that we really need to be more, um, self-aware of the information that we are being provided for online because the internet is a lie it, it you know we know that you know well i know and i'm sure many of the listeners who are listening and who have been uh willing to listen to this to the ronin rant is that we we know that um We know that the propaganda is strong. We know that the United States is one of the most propagandized countries in the world. Um, and, and I don't say that to be, um, you know, uh, it's just the truth. You know, it's just a fact of the matter. And, and, and using, um, Israel as a an exploitation. I mean, we, this is what the U.S. does. We exploit countless countries, and to 
and and you know you already had Lindsey Graham saying he wants to invade Iran so he can he really just wants the resources. You know, Iran saying we had nothing to do with this. But you know, I I just want to show you more lies. And this guy from Rebel Media. I want to look this up because I want you to see. Look what he says. Is Israeli needs to eradicate this cancer. And then readers added context. There is no indication that the video published here uh, from TikTok on August 8th, 2023, prior to the Hamas attack on Israel shows a Jewish girl that the child was kidnapped. The video was shot in Gaza or on the TikTok account that the man is a Hamas terrorist. See? And he wants, he, he's advocating for, for genocide. And he posted this video and look, reader's context. It's not even true. And that's what I'm trying to say. Half of the stuff that we're being told about what's going on in Israel is not even true. And if you say, let's wait until we get the dust settled, let's wait until human rights get in there, let's wait until you're called a terrorist, you're called anti-Semitic, you're called all this craziness. If you're, if you're saying, hey, we need to acknowledge what the, the horrors and atrocities that is, is Israel has been you know, committing to the Palestinians in Gaza and, and what have you, you're considered anti-Semitic. How crazy is that? And, and, and here, more further case to, to add to the media's propagandizing all of this is lying and manipulating this. As I was scrolling on social media last night, something caught my attention, and it was the fact that media offices and media buildings were being targeted in Gaza. And you can clearly see October 7th, there's the date right there. Here's the video footage that came up about this entire media explosion. This looks, again, like a controlled demolition, which I talked about yesterday, if you want to go to my page and see that. But lucky for me, they left the media headline right here. So all I did to fact check this was put this headline into Google, okay? And here it is, how Israel bombed a Gaza media tower. Again, why are we targeting the media towers? That's the part that caught my attention to begin with. But then look over here at the date. The 15th of May of 2021. Why are we reusing footage from an old demolition and saying that it's from this war? Now, maybe this up here could explain something like that, but this is the tower from this news article. So... <laughs> Seeing all the fireworks and controlled demolitions from yesterday, what do you guys think about all of this? Let me know down below. As I was scrolling on social media last night, something caught my attention, and it was the fact that media offices and media buildings were being targeted in Gaza. And you can clearly see... October 7th, there's the date right there. Here's the video footage that came up about this entire media explosion. This looks, again, like a controlled demolition, which I talked about yesterday, if you want to go to my page and see that. But lucky for me, they left the media headline right here. So all I did to fact check this was put this headline into Google, okay? And here it is, how Israel bombed a Gaza media tower. Again, why are we targeting the media towers? That's the part that caught my attention to begin with. But then look over here at the date. 
the 15th of May of 2021. Why are we reusing footage from an old demolition and saying that it's from this war? Now, maybe this up here could explain something like that, but this is the tower from this news article. So <laughs> seeing all the fireworks and controlled demolitions from yesterday, what do you guys think about all of this? Let me know down below. You see, we can't trust what we're seeing online because we don't know what's true and what's not. Well, I think about it this way, right? So this situation happens, right? And then this is how this this is how the the defense minister responds. אנחנו מטילים מצור מוחלט על העיר עזה. אין חשמל, אין מזון, אין מים, אין דלק. הכל סגור. אנחנו נלחמים בחיות אדם ואנחנו נוהגים בהתאם. אנחנו מטילים מצור מוחלט על העיר עזה. אין חשמל, אין מזון, אין מים, אין דלק. הכל סגור. אנחנו נלחמים בחיות אדם so, so, so think about that. That's, that's how he's describing, describing half of the population of Gaza. And that population are children. He's calling children animals. They, they didn't have any fight in this. They don't have any skin in this game. They, they can't go anywhere. Gaza is blockaded. They have nowhere to go. Netanyahu's telling them they need to leave. Where can they go? You've, been, you've blockaded them. They have nowhere to go. So that's how the IDF responds, right? But oh, hey, what, what, wait a minute. What happened here? What's this? Egypt intelligence official says Israel ignored repeated warnings of something big. Cairo official says Israel focused on West Bank instead of Gaza. Egypt spy chief said to warn PM terrible operation Nanyanu's office denies. Mounting questions over Israelis' massive intelligence failure to anticipate and prepare for a surprise Hamas assault were compounded Monday when an Egyptian intelligence official said that Jerusalem had ignored repeated warnings that the Gaza-based terror group was planning something big, which included an apparent direct notice from Cairo's intelligence minister to the prime minister. The Egyptian official said Egypt, uh, the Egyptian official said Egypt, which often serves as a mediator between Israel and Hamas, has spoken repeatedly with the Israels about something big without elaborating. So... You know, you hear like Nikki Haley, you hear people, you know, saying that this is a, this is a, uh, this is Israel's 9-11. And if I remember correctly, you know, put on your, 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 your tinfoil kufis, wasn't George Bush warned about a, 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 a supposed attack on United States soil? And it just and and it and they and and it happened. And then what about Building Seven and 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 the demolition of that building? Huh. 
Uh, you tell me. You know, all of this is 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 manufactured. Like I told, like I said earlier, and shout out for everyone on Rum, on Rumble who's been listening. I'm only streaming. I'm only streaming on Rumble uh, because you know this this topic would 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 get my YouTube channel taken down, and the way I've been covering it, you know, it would definitely get my channel taken down. But shout out to everyone on Rumble who's been been watching and sticking by me this far. Please hit that like button. Uh, I really would appreciate it. Uh, it doesn't mean you don't have to do anything. You just got to hit that like button and, and just help me uh, get a little bit into the algorithm. And and if you can, and if you feel interested and you're enjoying everything, please make sure to subscribe and, and share this stream. But, you know, like like I was saying, you know, we don't, you know, it, it, they're, they're calling this this 9-11 or comparing it to 9-11. United States needs to, this is an attack on the United States. We have no skin in the game. The American people have no skin in the game in this. The U.S. government does. You know, that's that's something that we kind of have to always kind of remind ourselves. It's like, you know, in, in certain situations, it's like, it's not the people that are the problem. It's the government that's the problem. And here you have this situation where Israel was aware that a potential attack would happen. They ignored it. No different than what happened on 9-11. And you can, you can, you can put your kufi on, your, your tinfoil kufi and speculate that this situation that happened in Israel was planned, that they allowed it to happen. I mean, it's no different than what happened in Pearl Harbor. You know, they were, the United States was well aware of what was going to happen with Pearl Harbor. They still let it happen. Why? Because they wanted to go to war. I mean, Wall Street was funding the Nazis. The, the Bank of London was funding Hitler. Who, who do you think is funding this? You've seen the videos? There's reports of, of U.S. weapons being used. Weapons that may have been sent to Ukraine. Those very same weapons that were sent to Ukraine are also in Africa. Who who was it? Was it CNN? They did a video covering and they said that uh, 70% of the weapons that are sent to Ukraine, they don't even know where they're going. They don't even know where they're going. That's the U.S. They're just sending weapons. They don't even know where they're going. I mean, they kind of do. No, this is Fast and Furious 2.0. Right? Remember Fast and Furious under Obama? We're going to give the cartel the guns and then they use those very same guns on border agents. What about what about all the weapons and supplies that were left in in Afghanistan? If you think that was by accident, then you're being foolish. It's, It's right there in front of you. How much of this is being orchestrated in design? I would say a, a lot of it. Why? The military, pharmaceutical, corporate, oligarch complex. They love their war. They love their violence. They feed off of this. They thrive off of this. This is how they get their fix. This is how they, they further destabilize countries and, and gain more control of their resources. Gain more control of people. What was it that that guy said? The new liberal world order? Right? 
That's what they're doing. The new liberal world order. You're going to tell me that the, 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 the most advanced, the most secure country let, slipped up like this? They said the same thing about us in, in 9-11. You know, they were saying, oh, yeah, during 9-11, we were, we were a unified country. We sure were, but we were also unified about harassing Muslim Americans who had no skin in that game. Or, or even or, or, or Sikh Indians who aren't even Muslim and harassing them. You know, it's, 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 it's disgusting seeing people online promoting false information, promoting genocide, promoting violence, when, when they claim that they're therefore freedom of expression, freedom of, of thought, that they, they, they're therefore, you know, life and love. No, they're not. Clearly not. I'm, I'm for, I'm humanity first. Humanity first. Advocating for genocide? That's not humanity. You're not, you, you do not want humanity first. Advocating for genocide, for war, that goes against humanity. And if that's what you're advocating for, you're against humanity. But, but, but I'm the enemy. I'm the bad guy. I'm the, I, I'm the bad person because of what I'm saying. I will be deemed, you know, I will be deemed and ostracized for my words. Even though what I'm saying isn't unreasonable. So, what do I know? I'm, I'm just a humble Ronin. Hey, you know, let, let's... Let's look at this. I don't even know. Did I even put this one in here? No, but I'm going to put this one up real quick. Did I show this movie? Yeah, I did. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that I covered. Yeah, I want to show you this. Get a get a load of this when I, when I pull this one up. No. While I get this up, please leave a comment. Tell me what you're thinking. What are your thoughts on this situation that's going on in the Middle East? You know, how do you feel about the information that I've been sharing and some of my thoughts and perspectives? And while you're leaving a comment, make sure to hit that like button.
right. A story in two parts. Uh, a young woman in Gaza explains what is happening as the bombs fall around her. The second video just posted half an hour ago. Okay. During wait times, all the neighbors, they just keep their gate open so you can just enter your neighbor's house. It's okay. But my neighbors, they didn't evacuate as well. They have their windows down. Here are their windows. And here is the family. They're gathering all together, also in a place far away from the window. I was trying to explain things, but I think you can hear them now. I'll go check on my parents. Now, we're inside the house right now, and literally we can't breathe. That's the view from the window, and I can't keep it open. That's the view from the balcony. There is literally <coughs> no view. You can't see anything. So it's around 12 p.m. right now, still no electricity, no internet, my battery is at 2%, my parents are still asleep. So yeah, that's the update for now. The phone is really close to my house. That's my window right now. That's the view. People in the street are calling for ambulance, but there is no ambulance. Here is the window. Yeah, and literally the whole window is down. We can hear the sound of airplanes. We're all gathering at our neighbor's house. No internet, no electricity. Until now, it's around 7 p.m. We literally don't know what's happening in the world. Here we're just listening to bombs. No one knows anything, literally. Hi, I'm You know that. You know, and okay. think about that. This is what this young woman is dealing with right now. And you, whether you want to believe this or not, you know, I'm not. I'm not here to tell you that. I'm not here to tell you how to think or how to feel or anything like that. Um, but you know, these people are literally confined in an open air prison. A prison that gets bombed regularly. They have nowhere to go. There is literally a blockade. 
It's an illegal blockade. The UN even acknowledges it. And, you know, the reason why, you know, the, the, the United States is not on the, the Committee for Human Rights Violations is because if we were, we would be getting tried for human rights violations everywhere in this goddamn planet. So, you know, and, and so just imagine that, you know, every, every single day they're getting these innocent people, you know, they, they, they're not part of this. They, they, they didn't have anything to do with this, but we're going to, we're going to cut off food and, and water and essentially, you know, wipe out an entire population of people. And let's remember, these are also children. You got people acting as if, uh, as if it's just that Hamas and, and, and Gaza is just full of, 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 of men, you know, warrior terrorist men, jihadists, not really the case. There are women and children there as well. So you're, you're, when you're, when you say you're going to wipe out an entire country, you know, entire area, you're also wiping out all the kids, all the babies. But this is this is where we're at now. And it, it's it's disgusting. But it's all by design. Now, you know, plenty of people are 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 are, are getting are gonna be getting a nice healthy pay cut. From the violence that's about to continue to be ensued. And I don't advocate for any of that. But I'm but I am not afraid to acknowledge the reality of the situation. I'm not afraid to acknowledge that these that the that the, the, the people in that area are literally being confined in a concentration camp. That's blockaded. They have nowhere to go. You have you know, uh, Nobel Peace Prize winner Barack Obama advocating for genocide. But, you know, he already, you know, droned a uh, an American child, an American citizen in Syria. So, I mean, no surprise there that he's advocating for genocide since his drone program just went around just killing mostly civilians and journalists. You know, look at Bernie Sanders. He's now, he's... He's drunk the Kool-Aid, advocating for genocide. You got all these people advocating for genocide. Of a population that's been there for centuries. That's being blockaded illegally. That has been annexed illegally. We're acting like as if Gaza is not part of Israel. It literally is. It was formulated by Israel. But here we are. And you got all the fools online, you know, who went, who, 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 who were sucking off the taint of Ukraine, you know, are now sucking off the taint of Israel. Overnight, overnight, they've forgotten about Ukraine. Half of them wanted war with Russia. The other half wanted to end the war. And now both of them want war with, with in the Middle East. Motherfuckers acting like they want a goddamn another crusade. It's, it's part of my, my English. I try not to swear, but 
this is fucking ridiculous and disgusting. And 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 who do you think? Just like our tax pay, you know, just as our taxes, American, you know, hardworking taxes going to 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 fund more blood. And think about this. This is what's crazy to me. I can't. I, I'll never get over the fact that my my taxes. All right, I have blood on my hands. Every American, every American citizen who pays taxes has blood on their hands because their taxes are going to funding these endless wars, going to funding genocide and regime changes and, and coup d'etats and assassinations and, and human trafficking and raping and pillaging. That's on our hands as well. The karma, because, you know, the, the, the elites, they can't have that karma on us, on themselves, so they manufacture that karma back onto us by manufacturing consent. For war and genocide, invasions, pillaging, plundering, what have you. We literally, literally have an entire system that manufactures the consent for the American people, for the populace to want war and violence. So that they, the elites, don't have to deal with the karmic repercussions that come with such plans and machinations and desires European individual then look into the Yamani culture those are your origins in Ukraine so if you want to know why Ukraine is so important to the elites well it's uh, kind of the birthplace It's disgusting, but you know this is all by design. What they're doing these 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 machinations that the that the elites do the manufacturing of consent, the false flags that push us into war. I'm sure many of you are aware of the Gulf of Tonkin. We all know what the Gulf of Tonkin led to. You know we 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 we're, we're well aware of of what. Of what the the of nine uh, eleven led to, over a million Iraqis were killed. Innocent people were killed. Innocent Americans were killed by schemes, by ploys and plots, and for what? To further the industrial military complex to strip us away of our rights. And you think that's not going to be what's going to happen again with with this war? All of these wars, they're they're money laundering schemes. And we, the American people, or anybody, any, any of the world's citizens, your taxes, you got blood on your hands. Because your money is going to funding these wars. Your money is going to killing people. Your money is going to the assassinations and the coup d'etats. But we're supposed to sit here and act as if the, the Mossad, the most advanced, the most dangerous, the most in, intimidating intelligence agency wasn't aware of this? That, we, that we're, we're, we're going to act as if we're not aware of the Mossad 
doing operations within the United States, in other countries, sabotages, assassinations. Yeah, why don't you go 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 look into into what happened in Las Vegas? Why don't you go look into San Bernardino? We're going to pretend as if this situation that's going on right now in Israel and the Middle East is right now is, is not being formulated, is not being constructed. I already told you that if you play the Ghost Recon game from the early 2000s, the entire plot is about Russia reclaiming Ukraine. Go watch the movie Wag the Dog. Where where they where they literally because the 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 president was engaged in in uh, unethical extracurricular activities they formulate a, a war to distract everyone from that. You you don't think that we're not dealing with that? We have a we have a in the United States we have a president who literally has dementia. We have an. Uh, uh, an invasion going on at our border. You've seen all the videos. You don't see any women and children. You mostly see young military-aged men. We're in a recession, damn near a depression. But because you know the the you know because the, the the Biden administration is failing, he's getting impeached. His son's probably going to go to prison. He has dementia. They've they've pretty much ran the country to the ground within four years. So they need another distraction. I don't I don't you know I don't know where they're going to get any Americans to fight this war since apparently most of our 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 army now is is full of the alphabet community. And they don't seem all that interested in wanting to go to war themselves. They seem more interested in in protesting and 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 wanting to 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 um get their 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 pronouns verified and actualized. They they want to be heard and known. They don't want to fight war. What are we talking about? Recruiting numbers in the military, in the U.S. military, is at the lowest. Ain't nobody wants to. Nobody wants to join the U.S. military because most people are kind of wising up to the fact that the U.S. military is pretty much just an invasion force for imperialism, for 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 the for neo new world liberalism, for fascism, for socialism and Marxism. Because now. You, you you have the the U.S. going around the country saying, "Hey, you need to allow your 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 children to cut their tits off and their dick their dicks off. You need to allow you need to allow them to go run rampant in debauchery. You need to allow your your citizens to join OnlyFans. That, that that's literally what the U.S. is pushing around the world." You know, you got you know Saudi Arabia. They're they're pissed off at Israel. They're they're not they're done. You got Lebanon saying they're done. You got Hezbollah apparently with over a hundred thousand missiles, ready to aim straight for Israel. It's it's almost as if people kind of like 
are shocked that there are a lot of Middle Eastern countries that aren't the biggest fans of Israel. How many times did Israel get its ass kicked by Lebanon? Twice? I mean, like, what are we, what, what, what's going on here? The, this is what's so funny about it. The situation in Ukraine, right? The way that, 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 that war is going on, that stri- strategic military operation, the way it's going, how it's one-sided, it'd be no different in Israel. Right? The, the, the U.S. government, the, the State Department, the Defense Department, the Pentagon, they know that Israel could not survive a hot war against Lebanon and Palestine or Hezbollah. They, they know they can't. But they're, they're, they will, they'll, they'll do just enough to allow the, 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 the war to continue so they can keep funding it, keep making money, push their ritualistic agendas. And yet here we are, you know... Uh, the inflation in, in, in the United States is, is, is so bad. You know, you, I, I watched a video of a young girl who, who was explaining how after paying all of her bills and her expenses and everything, she has no more money for the rest of the month. You got like, was it 30 to 40% of, of uh, young Americans in their, in their 20s uh, are living at home because they can't afford their own place. This, this woman was looking to rent. I, I'm expecting... I, she said it was an apartment, but I, I speculate maybe it was one of those um, like condo apartments or something. I'm, I'm not really sure. But she was saying that it was worth over it, the, the rent was eight hundred thousand. We 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 literally have Americans under every bridge, living in every sewer, in their cars. Most of them can barely afford to, to eat them, to feed. Because most of their expenses go to making sure that they can at least keep a roof over their heads. How many people in America right now are spending their money just to make sure that they have a roof over their heads? I remember when during a time with me and my mom where we couldn't afford to have heat. I, there was a time where we... we 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 couldn't afford to 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 pay the heat bill for showers. So I would leave the, when I worked. I worked at a summer camp. I would leave the, the hose outside hose out in the sun all day. So when I can come home, it was hot enough that I could take a shower outside with the hose. That was back when 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 I when I was a softie. But now I take cold showers because I'm tough. <laughs> But that's the reality of so many Americans right now. That's the reality of so many people without, throughout the entire world, especially in Western society. Look at Germany. They're, they're not going to be able to heat to, to warm, keep themselves warm soon. Look at the same with the UK, the electric bills. No different here. Yet our, our 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 money isn't going to you know fixing our infrastructure. Our money isn't going to making sure that now that Flint can actually have drinkable water. 
Our money isn't going to dealing with the catastrophe in East Palestine, Ohio. Kind of have to love the symbology and the irony of that situation going on there. I mean, this whole thing, it, it reeks and stinks of rituals and symbolism. It's ridiculous. The fact that this attack happened on the anniversary of another of a, of a Jewish holiday and another attack, you know, the, 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 the symbolism behind that one, that one uh, festival goer girl, there's some strange symbolism behind her. Some very strange uh, Freemason symbolism and uh, occult symbolism behind her death and, and what have you. And also, no one's talking about the fact that that music festival was held on the other side of the fence on Gaza's side. Really? So let me get this straight. The Israeli Defense Force, the, the, the Prime Minister knew about an attack, knew something was big was going to come, but they still were going to allow them to have a peace music festival on the other side of the Gaza border in their territory? Really? Wake up, man. No, and I'm not talking to you guys because I know everyone who's been listening and shout out to everyone who's been listening. And I appreciate everyone who's still, you know, still up at night with me. Uh, you know, hit that like button and leave a comment. You know, I know you guys aren't idiots. I know you guys aren't foolish. You're, you're, you're still here. So obviously you, you are self-aware enough and, and willing to hear me out and, and want to see another perspective. And I applaud you for that. Because this whole situation is, is it's, it's, it reeks. And it's only going to get more and more fishy as time goes on. We really need to stay vigilant. We really need to stay mindful and self-aware and not believe everything that we're seeing online. Especially when it comes to this situation. Because so far, we're, we're being misled. We're, we have people out here manufacturing the consent for genocide. Unaware. Willing or unwilling. I, it's, it's hard to tell nowadays. Here, this, this, is, this is just to show you how bad it is. It, 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 you know, for to be an American right now, just how bad it is for anybody, but specifically here, the average cost of a family's annual health insurance increased from six thousand in two thousand to twenty one thousand in twenty twenty two. The average cost of a family's annual health insurance increased from six thousand in two thousand to twenty one thousand in twenty twenty two. That's an increase of two hundred and forty nine percent or 5.8% per year, more than double the rate of inflation. And, and, and most Americans, they, can't, they don't have $400 to cover an emergency bill. Yet they want us to, 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 to cover and advocate and, 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 and go to war. Really? When Americans can't afford anything? Hmm. 
Man, I've seen you know situations of Americans who have to choose what to do, whether to to pay one bill or pay the other bill, to eat or not eat. I mean, I, I don't, and I know I'm kind of getting off topic a little bit, but it's all connected. You know, you it may seem like it's off topic, but it really is all connected. And like I said, if the U.S. wants to, to go to war in the Middle East, who's going to fight that war? Who Who's going to, who, literally, Who's going to fight that war? We have we we have no soldiers. No one wants to fight. So who's going to fight that war? They they couldn't convince anyone to fight in Ukraine besides RFK's son. So who 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 are they going to get to fight in the Middle East? Who? Any of the countries that decided that they're going to send funding, Germany and France and and whatever, who who who's going to fight? You 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 neutered half of the of the populace by 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 making them take a, a vaccine. You neutered them also by by with gender affirming health care and ideology. Who's going to fight this war? You really you're going to have a bunch of dudes with titties fighting in the Middle East? Really? Is is that what we're going to do? Is that what's going to happen? What are we doing here? It's ridiculous. Now I'm going to play something for you. It's going to be off of my phone. It it's going to it might sound a little whooshy cuz I had my AC blown. I didn't think of turning it off, but uh, the recording is still pretty good, but this is from an interview. I was, I was watching the Jimmy George, the Jimmy, the, the Jimmy door show. And they had on a, uh, professor Ficklestein. Um, and it was a very eye opening conversation and it really got me more hyped and rallied up about the situation going on in, uh, the middle East, because it made me realize and and learn that how how much we're being lied about what's truly going on over there and and how much we're constantly being lied and 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 the manufacturing of consent the mass formation psychosis all right here we go He described Gaza as the largest concentration camp ever to exist. The largest concentration camp ever to exist. So, the bottom line is that the population of Gaza has been trapped and in half the cases 
believing or not, they were born into a concentration camp from their birth to their childhood to their youth to their adulthood. The only thing they've experienced is a concentration camp. Currently, currently, half the population is classified by international humanitarian organizations. It's classified as suffering from, quote, severe food insecurity. Now, here is the question. Here is the question. What were the people of Gaza supposed to do? I'm going to give you a frank, personal admission, and I'm not proud of it, but I want to place this current situation in context. I first became involved in the Israel-Palestine conflict in June 1982, when Israel invaded Lebanon. I ended up writing my doctoral dissertation on a topic related to the Israel-Palestine conflict. And then I ended up devoting the whole of my adult life to that conflict. 40 years. And come 2020, even I gave up. I started to write about other subjects. I thought the situation was hopeless. And there was a lot of guilt stirred up inside me because I realized I was abandoning a people trapped in a concentration camp. Now, I don't want to be emotive. I don't want to be dramatic. However, it behooves me to say both my parents were in concentration camps during World War II. My mother was in Maidana concentration camp. My father was in Auschwitz concentration camp. And I was riddled with guilt that people facing circumstances like my parents and I had abandoned them. So if even I had abandoned them, not making any claims to sainthood, but simply the fact that I invested 40 years of my life in that conflict and finally had to resign myself to the fact that nothing can be done. So, does it really surprise you? Is it really a shock? Most of whom, let's bear it in mind, most of whom 
were born in that concentration camp. They were born into it. Does it really shock you that they would do something desperate to break free of the concentration camp? Who dare criticize whatever tactics they employ? I am not approving it, but I am not disapproving it. Because I don't know what I would do if I had been born into a concentration camp and spent 20 years of my life there. Yeah. I've seen you in videos talk about what a lot of these IDF soldiers have done to these children, these kids, taking out eyes and limbs and whatnot. Um, But I want to stay with Hamas for a second because I think this is important. Um, because there's a lot of people right now, especially when it comes to our government, you know, our lawmakers, they immediately go to Hamas. They single out Hamas, and they say Hamas is a bunch of terrorists, they're awful, and that somehow manufactures consent for the United States to supply Israel with as much weaponry as they, have, they as we can, and then for them to go after and with no compassion whatsoever, bomb buildings and schools and hospitals. I mean, I don't think we see a month go by without a Palestinian baby getting killed or shelled or shot. But I want to talk a little bit more about Hamas because there are, there's a little bit more nuance to the situation. Now, first question I have is from what I said before you came on, right, when we were introducing you, a lot of people are kind of framing this as Israel versus Hamas. I think Hamas was just one small faction of this or maybe a big faction of this. But I would say this is Israel versus Palestine, that there are other groups that have joined with Hamas and whatnot because their backs are so against the wall that they have nothing to lose at this point. And and, and I also said that this was inevitable, that this was bound to happen. I mean, it, it had to happen because, you know, like I said, their backs are completely against the wall. Uh, there's a bit of a blockade going on there for quite some time. Israel has not stopped expanding their settlements. So for me, this was inevitable that it was going to happen. So the first question is, number one, is it right to say it's just versus Hamas, or is it more of a bigger resistant coalition going on in Gaza and Palestine? And number two, we have this video here from Ron Paul. Uh, When Ron Paul mentioned on the floor of Congress that Hamas was actually started by Israel. I'm going to play this really quickly and then we'll get your answers. So what's happening in the Middle East, and in particular with Gaza right now, we have some moral responsibility for both sides uh, in, in a way because we provide help and funding uh, for both Arab nations and Israel. And uh, so we definitely have a moral responsibility, and especially now today, the weapons being used to uh, kill so many Palestinians are American weapons. And uh, American funds essentially are being used uh, for this. But there's a political liability, which I think is something that we fail to look at because too often there's so much blowback from our intervention in areas that we shouldn't be involved in. You know, Hamas, if you look at the history, you'll find out that Hamas was encouraged and really started by Israel because they wanted Hamas to counteract Yasser Arafat. He said, well, yeah, that was better then and served its purpose, 
But we didn't want Hamas to do this. So then we as Americans say, well, we have such a good system. We're going to impose this on the world. We're going to invade Iraq and teach people how to be Democrats. We want free elections. So we encourage Palestinians to have a free election. They do elect Hamas. So we first indirectly and directly through Israel help establish Hamas. Then we have elections. Then Hamas dominant. So we have to kill them. So it just doesn't make sense. During, during the eighties, uh, you know, we were allied with Osama and uh, we were contending with the Soviets. It was at that time our CAA was good. All right, we'll, we'll, leave, we'll leave it at there, Professor Finkelstein. But the two questions: number one, is this a war that now Israel has declared is directly against Hamas only? And second, with is it true also that? You know, Israel started Hamas as, you know, to push back against the PLO and Yazar Arafat. Can you give us a little insight to this, these statements over here? It is factually correct what Mark Holt said, that Israel encouraged in various ways, for example, by not exerting as much repression on Hamas as it did on the PLO back in those years in order to create a counterweight to the PLO. I don't want to get involved in that history because to some extent, even though the point he made is historically valid, it's, if you don't mind my saying so, it's water under the bridge. No. It's, it's happened. So we're going to just accept it. So as a historical point, he is correct. Let's talk about several things about Hamas. Bear in mind, as I continue, I do not defend Hamas. That's the responsibility of the Palestinian people to choose their leaders. If that economic blockade had not been imposed and Hamas failed in its leadership responsibilities, presumably it would have been voted out, Hamas would have been voted out in the next election. The democratic process was never allowed to the Palestinian people. Hillary Clinton, who was a senator at the time, when the elections occurred in Gaza, this was her response, I'm quoting her. We should have made sure that we did something to determine who was going to win. That's the American notion of democratic elections. We should rig them so the people will choose only the candidates that we want. Now, having said that, it is true because we do not in any way want to distort the historical record. The truth is on the side of the Palestinian people, and the truth is on the side of the people of Gaza. It is true that up until the election of 2006, Hamas didn't recognize Israel as a state. However, 
once it came into power, it was undergoing an evolution, which quite possibly, I'm not going to say certainly, it quite possibly would have resulted in a leadership willing to negotiate with Israel. They were never given the chance. Now, you say, is it Hamas or is it the people of Gaza? I am not going to say they are one and the same. However, I will say that who fertilizes names? But at least two might be familiar to your listeners. In two Israel launched Operation Taslet. It went from December 26, 2008 to January 17, 2009. Amnesty International published a report on that, a large report on that assault. They called the report 22 days of death and destruction. Israel killed about 1,400 people, including 350 children. It demolished, it flattened 6,000 homes. Then I'm going to skip, I'm going to skip the uh, three or four other assaults. I go to 2014. Israel launches Operation Protective Edge. It kills 550 Palestinian children. It demolishes 18,000 homes. Peter Morrow, he was the president of the International Committee of the Red Cross. He went to visit Gaza. After those 51 days of death and destruction, and now I'm going to quote him. I hope your audience will bear in mind. We're talking about the president of the International Committee of the Red Cross, which means he's seen many war zones. Indeed, his job is to visit war zones. This is what he had to say after Israel's Operation Protective Edge. Quote, I've never seen such massive destruction ever before. I've never seen such massive destruction ever before. And bullets is destruction being visited upon this unprecedented destruction, who is it being visited on? It's being visited on a population that's overwhelmingly refugees and which is half children. That's who the heroic IDF, Israeli Defense Forces, inflicts the most massive destruction that the president of the ICRC 
ever witnessed in his professional career. Now, you might say, justifiably, you can talk about options. Well, why haven't the Palestinians tried nonviolence? Why haven't the people of Gaza tried nonviolence? But they did. In 2018, they launched the Great March of Return. beginning at the beginning it was only non-violent what did israel do well there is a very good human rights report that was issued by the u.n describing what israel did does your audience want to know i'll tell them according to the report israel targeted Medical personnel targeted. It targeted journalists. It targeted people with physical disabilities. What were the snipers targeting? They were targeting kneecaps mm-hmm. at the load. So Does it shock anyone? Is it really so bewildering that after attempting a nonviolent resistance, medical personnel were targeted, journalists were targeted, people with disabilities were targeted? Is it really a shock that it deteriorated? ultimately failed in its goals, in its objectives, to end that brutal, inhuman blockade of Gaza. So, let's go back to the basic question. What were they supposed to do? Mm -hmm. Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, he announced that he was going to compress, reduce, the Palestine question by negotiating all of these agreements with neighboring Arab countries, and then the Palestine question would vanish. What does vanish mean? What does vanish mean? It means the Gaza ghetto, the Gaza concentration camp, will just continue along its way and the people left there to die. That's the goal. To leave the people there to die. Well, the people refuse to die. And now Israel has finally announced, and it's not me, because I know there are some people on Twitter and some people in the social media who are rushing, rushing to silence anyone who makes comparisons between Israeli conduct and Nazis. So, as we proceed, I hope the social media police will bear in mind it's not me. 
It's Israel's defense minister who has just announced that they will not allow any electricity. Mm -hmm. They will not allow any water. Mm -hmm. They will not allow any food. They will not allow any fuel into Gaza. Now, bear in mind, Benjamin Netanyahu announced yesterday that nothing should be prepared for a long war. If you put those two statements together, now I ask the social media police to bear in mind, it's not me. I am simply quoting from the Israeli leadership. If you put those two three statements together, what it means is there will be no food, no water, no electricity, and no fuel found in Gaza for a long time. So, what do we conclude from that? I conclude that the Israeli government has finally figured out the final solution to the Gaza problem. That's what I conclude, I infer from the information that's being broadcast by this government. Yeah, complete and total genocide. Um, Endorsed not only by President Biden, not only today endorsed by former President Barack Obama, endorsed by the whole squad, so-called, except for Cory Bush, or the squad members who have issued statements so far, except for Cory Bush. And it has to be said, it has to be said that Bernie Sanders has gone along with it. Now, during his campaign, during his campaign, Bernie Sanders did say the blockade of Gaza has to be lifted. He did say it, and I want to acknowledge it. But right now, he is a moral disgrace. He disgraces himself, and I don't say this with any glee. I say it with disgust. Yeah, yeah. He he often said he doesn't he doesn't flaunt it, but when asked, he said that a large part of his family was wiped out in Poland during World War II. A large part of his family was wiped out in Poland during World War II. And yet, not only has he not criticized President Biden's sending of arms promiscuously to Ukraine, in which they land in the hands of Nazis facing their descendancy back to World War II, but now, He's lent his name to the genocidal assault on the people of Gaza. It is a disgrace. It fills me with such disgust at how cowardly he is or has become. I got to tell 
Go ahead, Doc. Go ahead, uh, Professor. I have his comment up here. I just wanted to show you really quickly. Uh, I absolutely condemn the horrifying attack on Israel by Hamas and Islamic Jihad. Um, there is no justification for this violence, and innocent people on both sides will suffer hugely because of it. It must end now. Um, so that no was just, yeah. No justification. No justification. A constant people in Europe interned in a concentration camp for 20 years. Yeah. And they're trying to break out. There's no justification for what's happening. No. Yeah. At least oh, Professor Finkelstein, he didn't say oh. unprovoked, though. <laughs> He didn't say unprovoked like everybody else. Unprovoked, unprovoked. I'm like, are we are we to pretend that there's no blockade going on in Gaza? Are we to pretend that Gaza uh, citizens, Palestinians, aren't murdered on a regular basis in Gaza? It's it's mind blowing. Please continue. The only exceptions, because they're honorable exceptions. The only exceptions I am aware of are, first of all, Dr. Cornell West, who issued a statement yesterday, which I found perfectly reasonable. And there are a couple of Israelis, uh, Gideon Levy, for those of you who have an opportunity to read his statement today, and, and real, real person of the left, Claire Daly. Oh, yeah. Uh, she issued a statement yesterday, and it just... It warms you, even in the midst of all this torment and anguish. It just warms you in its in its in its humanity. She said, Ursula von der Leyen, in the EU. She said, "We all stand behind uh, Israel." And Claire Daly said, "What are you talking about? Yeah. You we haven't taken a stand on it. And then she said, quote, speaking directly to Ursula van der Leyen, if you have nothing constructive to say, just shut up. And that's exactly right. Yeah. And that's how I feel with Bernie. And that's how I feel with AOC. And that's how I feel with Elon Omar. You have nothing constructive to say. You just say on Biden Brownie points. Just show. You, there's, there's also two other people that we have to mention too as well, and we'll get back to them because I do have a, a few questions right here too as well because I think we have to tackle this now. Everything you've told us on what some of the other politicians have said, but the two other people that have really been persona non grata by me now are RFK and Tulsi and what they said, um, and we'll get into that in a second. But I have a couple questions because it's very important because. We have statements like this. Now, last week, I praised Representative Matt Gates for what he did in the House. Uh, it's something I wanted the squad to do. Uh, and I thought it was awesome because there were a lot of things that I really wanted that he was pushing for. Single item spending bills, uh, which is really important. Uh, the stopping of aiding uh, and, and funds to Ukraine, really important. Some of the other things I weren't crazy about, but I did praise him for it. Now, he says this the other day. I'm closely monitoring the terrorist attacks by Hamas in Israel to Israel today. Hamas has no goals for prosperity. <clears throat> they only bring ruin and terror. Israel has every right to defend itself. We are praying for peace and safety for everyone in Israel today. 
I guess the Palestinians don't get any of that peace. Well, you know, I, I, I promise you, a vast majority of people do not think of Gaza as the prison that it is. Like, they don't think of it that way. I know. They don't They don't know. They have, like, yeah. Korea, when they say about North Korea, how bad those concentration camps are. Yeah. Three generations of a family have to be born there. Yeah. Except, you know, with a lot more space and less people in it. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are movies like Gaza Fights for Freedom and other movies that have broken through that have shown what goes on in Gaza. But, I mean, Israel... The Israeli lobby has a very strong control on our media. They don't let a lot of this information out. And like Professor Finkelstein said, if people would just understand and know the truth, well, let's say let's say it's not even a prison. It's just a really bad ghetto. I mean, at best, you could say, I guess if you want to be dishonest about it, has that system worked? Why did this happen if that was the, the right way to handle it? Yeah. This is something Marjorie Taylor Greene said. We stand with our great friend and ally, Israel, as they declare war against Islamic terrorists. Over a 1,000 Iran-backed Hamas terrorists invaded Israel, slaughtering Israeli citizens right at the end of Sukkot, the Feast of Tabernacles. 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 May, uh, make no mistake, of uh, this is Islam's holy war, and their ultimate goal is to wipe out all of Israel. America will not allow it. How much of the $6 billion Joe Biden gave back to the Iran-funded this attack against Israel. President Trump would have never given that money to Iran. May God protect Israel. Now, the reason why I brought this up is she mentioned is probably Ukraine and Afghanistan weapons. What are they? Well, what here, they here, here's the thing. We've heard Marjorie Taylor Greene. We've heard Matt Gates talk about why are we funding is, uh, Ukraine? They're not the 51st state. Well, my question to you, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates is, is, is Israel the 51st state? Because we give them $3 billion in aid. And Professor Finkelstein, this is very scary right here. And I brought this up because these two particular lawmakers are considered part of the populist right, right? Um, the the Trump movement, the MAGA movement, whatever you want to call it, they're a little bit different than the rhinos and the establishment, Nikki Haley's and Lindsey Graham, which we'll get to them in a second. But this talk that Iran, right, that Iran is backing this with no proof whatsoever. In fact, I believe the Iran statement was the fact was that they had no idea what was going on. They're not involved with Palestinian affairs. Yes, they stand in solidarity with the oppressed people of Gaza, in Gaza and the Palestinians, but they weren't part of this planning. This right here scares me, Professor Finkelstein, because it seems like it could spin out of control into World War III. A lot of people don't know their history. And they simply just go behind this whole Oh, it's Hamas. They're terrorists. They're terrorists. Now, I was going to ask you uh, if they are terrorists, if they are a terrorist organization, or are they freedom fighters? But the nuance you provided, I think, uh, says a lot. What would you say to Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene if they use this excuse that Israel has a right to do what they have to do because they're wiping out terrorists? Because I don't understand when they start speaking this language. What's the difference between a terrorist and a murderer? Israel murders a lot more citizens, a lot more Palestinians than Palestinians murder Israelis. Please go right ahead. First of all, we have to bear in mind that even if what you're saying is true, not you, I'm speaking now to Matt Getz and Marjorie and Green. Let's say everything you say is true. Okay? Now, Israel has announced that in order to cure this problem, to correct this problem, they are going to commit a genocide 
against the people of God. That's the announcement, not by trivial figures, not by marginal figures, by the defense minister and the prime minister. Israel has embarked on the genocide in Gaza. So I would ask Matt Getz and Marjorie Taylor Greene a very simple question. Do you support starving to death one million Gaza children? Do you support them? That's Israel's, it's not a secret plan. We don't have to infer the plan. We don't have to connect any dots because there are spaces in the reasoning. It's right out there. So I asked Matt Getz, I asked Marjorie Taylor Greene, and I asked all the other people who you're going to bring to my attention now, or sight. Well, that's about it. But he ends up finishing off with saying, you know, do they, are they okay with killing innocent children? Now, that interview was, uh, well, last night on the Jimmy George show. Uh, the interview should be up tomorrow on the Jimmy uh, Dore show. So I highly recommend you guys check out the full interview with uh, uh, Professor Fiddlestein. Um, and I, I know the, the, bless you, Pablo, my dog is having the sniffles. I know the audio wasn't the best, but I really wanted you guys to hear that so that you can get an idea of how serious and how turbulent this situation really is. And I hope that people, you know, are more mindful and really take time to educate themselves on on the, the true origins of the situation with Palestine and Gaza and Israel. And, you know, to, and to stop advocating for violence and stop advocating for genocide on either side. This is enough of this already. You know, <laughs> you know, the American people, we don't have a skin in this game. And, and for the, you know, the American elites and the government to drag us into a war that we have nothing to do with is, is terrible. But, you know, this is the situation that we find ourselves in. And, you know, I don't, you know, like as I was saying, you know, everything that I discuss and talk about is all about providing everybody with their own perspective and just giving you guys different sides of the story and, and let you guys make your own decision. But we have to be very mindful and aware uh, that we're being lied to and that we're being manipulated. So I, I you know, I, I, I truly hope that everyone who's been listening will take time to really research this stuff and not fall for the, the propaganda, to not drink the Kool-Aid. And to not fall victim to the lies and the propaganda. Because the, the lies and the propaganda that we are experiencing right now is, uh, is unprecedented. And it is eradic eradicating people's humanity. People's willingness to 
think before they act. You know, like I said, I, I am a man who prides himself on humanity first. And when you advocate for war and genocide and, and pillaging and plundering, you are not for humanity. So I, I hope people out there who listen to this, who, you know, take my words and realize that I am, I, I do not support war. I do not support genocide. I am, uh, I am for peace. I am for resolution. I am for understanding and communication. But I'm also one who's not naive to the reality of the situation. And I have no problem speaking out against things that are wrong. And this is a wrong situation. And the way the media is portraying this is wrong. The way the governments are portraying this is wrong. The way social media is portraying, portraying this is wrong. So I just hope people out there are will take time to be mindful about this and to stay positive and stay vigilant and to stay mindful because we're, we're getting into uncertainty times. And we don't know what's going to be coming next. But I believe if we stay positive and we stay mindful and vigilant, we'll be able to handle whatever the corporate, military, pharmaceutical, uh, industrious, elite complex throws at us. So that's what I have all for. That's all I got for today. If I have any more, perhaps I'll do another live stream sharing some more thoughts. But that's all I got for right now. I just hope that we all remember to embrace humanity first and to exile the hive mentality. Do not give in to the mass formation psychosis. Do not give in to the propaganda. Do not give in to the rituals. Embrace humanity. Embrace peace. I hope you enjoyed this episode of a Ronin perspective. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to hear more, please make sure to hit the like button. Make sure to subscribe. And make sure to leave a comment with your thoughts below. What are your thoughts on this situation going on in the Middle East with Israel and Gaza and Palestine? And please feel free to leave some constructive criticism as that will help me and the channel grow and improve. And make sure to follow me on social media. And until next time, stay positive, stay focused, stay true, and much love. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Lounge Ronin. To learn more about myself and how you can support Lounge Ronin, head over to my Patreon page 
at Ronin Art and Music. If you're interested in reaching out, follow me on my social media on Twitter, Ronin Art and Music, or at me at Kios Ronin, K O I O S R O N I N. On Instagram, follow me at Ronin Art underscore music. And if you prefer, hit me up at my email at Ronin Art and Music 09 at gmail.com. And if you're listening to this on your preferred streaming service, please make sure to subscribe. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure to subscribe, leave a comment and a review, and slap that notification bell. On Apple Podcasts, please make sure to subscribe, rate the podcast, and leave a review as this will help me and the podcast grow. Stay positive, stay focused, stay true, and much love.